When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. What you need to know is being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. What you need to know is George is in North Carolina. Funchy is filling in today. Number one utility guy on the team filling in for Lindsay Baseball. The queen has what we all need to know. So let's do it. All right, guys. Good news. You get an hour back. So on Sunday, mm. we get to turn our clocks an hour back. So at 2 a.m., it becomes 1 a.m. I'm not a big fan of like standard time, but whatever. So daylight saving time is out until March 10th of next year. So you get an extra hour of sleep. If we you didn't do. Know. We do. But let me just prepare everybody. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By Monday of next week, and it will happen quickly. At this time, on Monday, when it's 5.01 p.m., and I'm bitching and complaining about how dark it is outside, I'm just letting you know right now I'm going to do that. It's going to take me a few days to chill. Okay. I, I mean, mean I'm we've with now, you. we've now been through this several years with yeah. you, so it's not like a surprise. <laughs> no, I just wanted you to know. I wanted you to be prepared. I'm going to complain, yeah. you know. Yeah, we know. I mean... It's, it's a little common. I get you, Cap. I hate standard time. I'm the mm-hmm. type of person that the more daylight for me, the better, just because I have more, you know, I feel like I have more time to do things. I don't like it getting dark sooner, so I feel you, but I'm not going to complain about it. I mean, I, I'm 30 years on this earth, 35 years on this earth, and it happens every year. You yeah, guys got to look at the bright side. The sun comes out earlier. Um. Okay, Funch, that's 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 a good good way of looking at things. You know, that means I can get up earlier, get up at like 5 o'clock in the morning, go stuff? out for like yeah. a 12-mile run or so, you know? Are you? No, that won't happen, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I got blackout curtains. It doesn't matter. Probably not going to happen for me. <laughs> well, yeah. anyways, don't forget. I mean, I know your phone does it automatically, but some people have microwaves and the ovens and your mm-hmm. clocks. You know, just don't forget. Don't freak out just yeah. before you go to bed. In your it. car, too. Like a lot of cars, it, oh, you got to actually true. do it in your car also. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. And it'll be like July until I change back the time, too. It'll still be like an hour ahead or hour behind. Oh, really? Yeah. The whole time? Like I, yeah. yeah. yeah like You're the people that keep person. Their I am that person, yeah, time. for real, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, don't That's a good what that. you need to know, Laura. You're welcome. That's actually really valuable information. I mean, it happens every year, but, you know, every year we forget. So I just wanted to remind you guys. Well, I definitely don't remember what day it happens. Like, no. I know it happens in November, but I don't know what day it is. No, no, no. Yeah, that's why I was like, you know, I wasn't going to do it because I felt like, well, it's kind of played out. But I do feel people forget to do it. So of like, course you know they forget. Nobody knows. going to do it. Everybody's too busy. Nobody knows that this is the weekend where you turn the clocks. You turn them back or forward? Mm-hmm. Which way do yeah, you turn them? Fall back. Fall, fall back. back. Spring, Spring forward. forward. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. You get that an extra hour to know. drink, y'all. Oh, hell yeah. Just saying. That's what you need to know. It's brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Yeah, George, um, I gotta, I'll gotta. i have to change the clocks in my car. I don't know if you heard what happened to me last night. No, what happened? Well, here's the, here's the deal, man. Mm-hmm. So I would say in the last like week or so. I mean, are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm good. Do I have I'm to good. kick someone's ass? No, you don't have to kick any ass. Oh, okay. But um, I was having this problem where the key fob to my car wasn't working. Oh. Now imagine. Did you not change the battery? That's what he forgot to do, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, wait a second. Not forgot to do. Have never done know. before. You, you had no idea that you had to change the battery. I have never changed a battery in a car key fob ever. Wow. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's happened to me once. Yeah. Yeah, once. Yeah, same. So... Yesterday, we're in the uh, parking structure at LA mm-hmm. Live, and mm-hmm. Chris and I are trying to get in the car to go to Yamava, and mm-hmm. I'm pushing unlock nothing, unlock nothing, unlock, and I can't get the, the I can't get the car open, mm-hmm. you know. So so now I'm like pulling out of the key fob. There's like a little metal key yep. in the fob, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I don't know where that thing goes. Like, how do you, what are you supposed oh, to do with it, that? It, it, I mean, there should be in your car door. There should yeah. be a place for you to use that. I would agree. But I'm yeah. looking at the car door, and there's a button, and when the key fob's battery works, you push the button, the door's open. 
So the battery's not working. I untake the I take the little key out of the fob. I'm looking around on the door. I'm like, where do you put this thing? Nothing. So now I'm standing there like a freaking moron, mm. and I'm like blowing in the key. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying to blow out. Like wait, wait. I don't. Did like, you think it was? Did, I was just gonna say. Did you think it was an old Nintendo game? Like, I what swear did you. Think you it was? I was. I was using the old technique. It doesn't yeah. work. I'll blow in it. That must fix it, right? So I pull the little key out of the fob, and I'm going like this. <laughs> Right, I'm blowing on this thing, and then I put the key back in, and thank goodness, I'm able to open the door. Mm -hmm. So I open the door, car starts, thank God. We get out mm -hmm. to Yamava. I say to the valet person, I go, listen, do me a favor. Don't lock the door, because if you do, it may not open again. So now they bring the car up after the show. I drive mm -hmm. Chris back down to, uh, to, to Anaheim, and then I drive mm -hmm. to South South L.A. Mm -hmm. And this morning, don't you know that I woke mm -hmm. up, Early mm -hmm. in the morning, because I had mm -hmm. to go get my daughter donuts this morning, George, because mm -hmm. it's her 17th birthday today. Shout out oh, to her. Oh, happy birthday. Shout out to Julia, 17 Shout today. out. I know, crazy, man. I don't know how that happened. And George, I did I mean, I know how it happened. Well, that the, the <laughs> making of the child, I, I know, I remember how it happened. Yeah. But I don't know where the 17 years went. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. And I, and I posted on Instagram a picture of her, and I did put out my kid rankings on Instagram. Oh, okay. And now all my kids are mad at me, because I told Except all my... That okay. Julia's the number one? Right. Julia's number one. And mm -hmm. then I was like, hey, guys, sorry. That's just the way it is. You know, she's number one. She's my roommate, you know? Right. I was going to yeah. say, is it because she's a baby? Well, that, and she's, you know, she lives with me. It's just me and her now. Is she going to change when she turns 18 and she moves out? Possible. It mm -hmm. depends on how much money she yeah. needs all the time, you know? <laughs> like, my least favorite child right now is the one that needs the most money. Uh... Yeah. You know hey, saying? have you ever, have you ever done, real quick, Cappy, just quick sidebar? Yeah, sidebar. Have you ever just looked through your wallet? Now, I have one of these credit card wallets that has a little, like, a lot of these, like, quick little small little slider pockets yep. right mm -hmm. have you ever just found something in your wallet and you're like oh wow i had i can't believe i have that in there i didn't remember that was i there. i found something today as a matter of fact mm. uh, that i that i didn't know i had in there i had a, what was like, that like a pre-loaded like uh gift card yeah and i went to use it today and now i don't know the uh password so forget it uh, like 200 dollars on it and i don't know how to use it oh well that sucks yeah, well i just off. found um <laughs> A sees a Harris Las Vegas cash voucher. How much for for forty three bucks? So you could have bought a nice puffy jacket down in North Carolina with that. I know. There you go. But I mean, now I know. Next time I go to Vegas, I can use this. That's right. Well, you could probably be back soon before you. know. Yeah, but in Vegas, forty three dollars are gonna be like one good cocktail. Yeah, well, that or you could put down a couple bucks on a roulette table. You know, see what you can turn it into. Right, or uh, maybe go to you know put some bucks on a on a on a pony. I know you love the ponies. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we had a win at Santa Anita yesterday. Mm, very Had nice. a nice win yesterday as the nice. uh, Breeders' Cup is happening over at Santa Anita today. Nice, Cappy. Uh, uh, so, so anyway, so yeah, what did so, you want to get to? The Lakers, so here's what right? happened. So so long oh, story. Oh no, no, wait, your kids, your kids. No, well, right, here's yeah, what. Yeah. No, here's what happened. Yeah. So I get up. I I I go to get into the car this morning. Right. Mm -hmm. Cannot get into the car. Oh wait, no. What about your kids' ranking? What happened? Oh, to that? the kid ranking. That's that's another part of the story. The kid ranking oh. is the kid ranking, and I'm not apologizing to any of these kids for the rankings. Okay. I already saw your daughter was like, bro, what? Yeah. So I got I, I this morning was going out to get donuts for my 17-year-old. Mm -hmm. It's her birthday. Hey, I'm going to show mm -hmm. up with some donuts, whatever. Right, right, yeah. Bro, I can't get into my car. Oh, boy. I cannot get into my car. Mm. Well, I finally, I am able to get in because <laughs> I realized, hey, hey, moron, you left the doors unlocked for this reason. So I get into the car. I'm sitting in my car at 6 o'clock this morning on YouTube mm -hmm. trying to right. figure out there must be a hack. I, I tried everything I, could, everything I could learn on YouTube, could not start the car. Mm. Finally, later this afternoon, I was able to go to a, like a CVS and get those little watch batteries, mm -hmm. and then I was able to put them in. And now, now both of these fobs work. But you don't understand. Yeah, that's how it works. No, no. But here's the thing: I can handle big stuff. Mm -hmm. I like, can't what is, handle what is not big? travel plans though. Big. No, well, that's small. You know um, what I mean? Like those is it? The, travel uh -huh. plans, battery for the key fob, all these kinds of things. This is yeah. the stuff that makes me nuts, makes me lose my mind. Okay. Big stuff, you know, I, I kind of can handle it with a little bit of poise. Little stuff, I like a, a, t like a teenager throwing a temper tantrum. Mm. Oh, it drives me crazy. Car's been parked all day, couldn't move the car. Had to go walk places, take my e-bike. feel like a <laughs> jerk. Like a complete idiot. <laughs>
Well, Cappy, I'm glad everything's okay now. All right. Well, thanks. I mean, this is what started my day. Kind of got It's kind of like the start. Lakers. Everything's okay now that they won and beat the, the Clippers after an 11-game losing streak. Nice master class of bringing us home. Good job, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what did you think about uh, your, your time with Steve Ballmer the other night? Um, I thought he was great. Like, he's really fun to be around. Um, I chit-chatted with him a little bit before the game about what we'd be discussing. He was briefed, obviously, by his people, but I wanted, you know, he wanted to meet before and just uh, he and I chit-chat for a little bit. So we talked about some stuff. He was great. I wasn't, unfortunately, not able to sneak inside it because Ty Lue then grabbed him and wanted to talk to him. And, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not super, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to, like, trump the head coach in that scenario. Um, so, I appreciate and then, hey, so Donna, can I ask me? you a question? Yeah. So I saw I saw you guys in a media room um, during halftime. Was Bomber waiting to go to the bathroom in that line? Yeah, he was. He was so waiting. he he's a billionaire. He he has to wait in that line. Well, what do you think he's going to bring him a private bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> he's a man of the people, man. Like no joke. Like for the guy who could be one of like the richest could, men in the world, he's like, like a normal dude. Like I would think that they have like a private bathroom somewhere for him. I don't know. Um, you think he says to Jeannie, "Hey Jeannie, you mind if I use yeah, your bathroom here somewhere?" Right. I well, thought they I mean, maybe shared it, or something. I don't they, know. I mean, there is. I mean, is there a building too? They have their own locker room there still. So you know, I mean, he could have gone there, I guess. But he, he where his seats were, um, which is right in front of where Jeannie normally sits. I don't know if she was there or not. At least I didn't see her. Um, you know, she was in the building, I'm sure, but not in her regular seats near the court. Um, at least when I was there, you know, it's closer for him to go to the media room. Gosh, what if you're the person that's standing in line to go into the bathroom after Bomber? And you see him, right? Right. And then he, and you're like, how long is he in there? You know, and then he leaves. He's like, oh, excuse me. And you're like, oh, man, I'm walking in after this guy? Because that's always an uncomfortable place to be in. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it's uncomfortable to be the person coming out of the bathroom. It's uncomfortable to be the person going into the bathroom. Well, and, the, and somehow the bathroom was a problem at Staples Center to begin with, or crypto, and it's even though they're newer and nicer, there actually is a bigger problem because there's technically less bathrooms now. I see a bigger line now this year. Right, because there's only three stalls and they're unisex, whereas before there was two bathrooms and there was two stalls for the men and two stalls for the women. Boy, I don't know, man. These uh, I don't know about these bathroom problems. I just I just hold it in, man. Is that why Bomber's so gun-ho about having the most bath- uh, toilets in right. uh, his stadium? I, they are very nice toilets. I've seen them. Probably got like a, you know thing where he's got to go to the bathroom a lot you know maybe i do too i drink a lot of water love love it since he has his underpants oh dude the into it dome oh i can't wait yeah i got a lot of i I drink a lot of water i go to the bathroom all the time yeah how many times a day you think 30 40 maybe not 30 or 40 but i go a lot because i drink easily 100 120 ounces of water a day Mm. well you missed chris yesterday at yamava chris must have had i think it was seven 12 ounce soda water cups he was like so dehydrated. They just kept bringing him to him. He was mm-hmm. like dying. Just wow. kept pounding water. Okay. And then the guy never peed, really. Good for him. He's like yeah. a camel. Seriously. Um, so, so, Cappy, the, yeah. the Lakers, I, I do think that this is a big win like against the Clippers. Like they, You can say what you want about the Lakers, and I think that there are fair criticisms of their slow starts, but they have won the games, most of them, and – that particular one against the Clippers, against a team that had beaten them that many times, is a significant moment, I think, for them. Um, and I know Laker fans will scoff at that. But, yeah, like, they're beating a team that has owned them. And I think that's a good thing for them, like, to build momentum moving forward. And so when I mean significant, I mean significant for this regular season that that is a big moment for them. They got over that hump. Something LeBron even addressed with me when I talked to him. I totally agree, and as far as Laker fans go who might consider scoffing at that because they go, hey, we're the Lakers, they're the Clippers, they're little brother, blah, blah, blah. You know the story that they had won 11 straight games. To me, it wasn't just beating the Clippers. It was clawing your way back in when you're down Mm -hmm. big at half. Mm -hmm. It's that explosive third quarter. Yeah. It's the it's the eight point lead with a minute and change to go in the game in regulation to to give that up and then still find a way to claw it out in the overtime and more than that it's okay look who some of the contributors are somebody like a Cam Reddish somebody like a Christian Wood a Jackson Hayes those guys you might not have expected it from those guys especially when you have other guys that are out you know Gabe Vincent was out. Uh, Vando hasn't been back yet so Rui. far this year. 
Rui didn't play in this game. Uh, Torian Prince didn't play, and that was a pregame issue. Late scratch, yep. Right, so, so my point is, is that you're missing a lot of guys, and as you said yesterday, chances are there was a, a time when Hayes, Wood, and AD were all on the floor together, and mm-hmm. chances are that lineup, that combo, had probably never been on the floor before, even in practice. Correct. So I thought it was a great win. Yeah, I, I think it was good and done in exciting fashion. Um, people get pumped up for that game in the city. I think it was a good, good game and a good win for them and a good place for them to be as they go on the road. Because here's the thing. Going on the road in an NBA, as we've talked about, that is more competitive than it's been and there's more parity than there's been maybe ever, uh, but certainly in a long, long, long time. I think that that's, that bodes well for them. You need to bank as many wins as you can in this league. You can't take any team for granted anymore. So you saw Orlando obviously uh, played you very close at home, and they just had a big win against Utah. So you need to go out there and be ready to play with them. I know Miami looks a little wounded right now. They've got a lot of guys hurt. But it doesn't matter. Like Bam Adebayo or Tyler Hero, if Jimmy Butler, if he plays, can go off and grab you know a win from you. Um, and the same thing in, in the other spots that they got to play. So certainly Phoenix, when they play them, uh, they just got Devin Booker back. So I think, Cappy, ultimately is you got to take every win you can. You can't take any game for granted. Anymore. Yeah. And you want to know something, the best part about it? Mm-hmm. They are now guaranteed to not mathematically be able to go 2-10 and 10 this year. They are 3-2. and two. <laughs> That is true, Cappy. They will not go 2-10 and 10 this year. Tell yeah. you that right and now. Now, I know you wanted to ask me some questions about the um, the playing tournament because the tournament starts today. The, okay, the- that's exactly right. So coming up, listen, tonight there are NBA games that are the playing tournament games. They count for the game. They're tournament cup games, yeah. I, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I don't know jack squat about what is going on. I'm literally mm-hmm. in the dark other than, hey, there's a midseason tournament, so maybe the insider can explain it coming up in a matter of moments. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I love this song. Uh-huh. I love how Chris is just wiped out, exhausted. I'll tell you what, man. This whole crew, this whole team at 710. George, you're schlepping all over the country calling college football, and you got NBA games, and you got this show every day. Ireland's cruising the country with the Lakers and calling those games. I got like 14 jobs. I got to try and have a job per child. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. literally, this whole this whole squad. Uh, you know, uh, Sliwa's working the Laker games, and Travis is working the Rams games. Everybody on this team, and I don't forget I mean, Beto. Uh, don't Beto, and 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 listen, that Boxing. goes to Laura and Funchy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody. Our whole team at seven ten is a bunch of grinders. So when Chris talks about how exhausted he is, I think we all feel you, bro. We're working it, man. We're working. You feel me? I feel you, dog. I know you do. All right, let me ask you this. The NBA games tonight are part of the play-in, or no, excuse me, I shouldn't call it play-in, are part of the midseason tournament. I don't feel like I know a lot about this. In fact, check that. I know I don't know anything about this. 
Mm-hmm. Funch, you're a big NBA fan. You, you, you feel like you know a lot about what's going on with this tournament in I mean, season? Not really. I mean, it's still kind of new to me. I mean, I I think I've read the rules and, you know, all this stuff many times. I still don't get it. So, George, you got to kind of explain it, not just to me and Funchy, but everybody out there. Like, I, I can't believe, because, you know, when you look at a team's schedule, they may have, like, the blue games are the home games and the white games are the away games. And then all of a sudden, if you look at your team's schedule, there's, like, these gray games. And you're like, what, what is that? What's the gray game? And I had to figure it out the other day. Those are the, those are the tournament games. Can you try and get us prepped for this? Sure, buddy. Um, so, basically the teams are grouped into specific groups, right? Groups of five. Okay. So there's six groups of five, right? And all 30 teams were drawn randomly into those groups of five uh, within their conference based on the win loss records from the previous season. Okay. So it starts uh, tonight, November 3rd and goes through Tuesday, November 28th. Each team will play four designated quote-unquote group play games on tournament nights. One game against each opponent in its group and two games at home and with two games at home and two on the road, okay? So that that's how it starts. Are you following me there? So it's only in the month of November? Correct. Okay, and, and are games designated like, it might understand, is it Tuesdays and Fridays maybe? Correct. Okay, all right. Correct. So I'm with you so, right now. Tournament games in November will be Tuesdays and Fridays, right? Okay. So TNT will have the games or NBA TV in some cases, but mostly TNT um, and ESPN on Friday nights, right? We'll have the games. Well, I mean, we'll have tournament games nationally, but the other games count as tournament games as well. So if you just go to like the NBA website, you'll see the groups of five, right? The six groups of five teams. So then once they go through the what the pool play, right? like soccer you know there's a you have you play in a group right the world cup right you pay you play in your group right in your pool Mm -hmm. play right similar to that okay so you play two at home two on the road against these other four teams in your group and then based on uh records and win percentage or whatever um i'm sure there's some tiebreakers in there based on point differential things of that nature eight teams will advance to what they call the knockout rounds okay the teams with the best uh, standing in group play in each of the six groups and then two wild cards. Okay. So whoever wins the group, there's six groups, six teams there, and then two wild cards with the best uh, winning percentage record, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, then the knockout rounds will be single elimination games in the quarterfinals. Uh, and they'll be played in the team, the home team, in the, the team's markets. And that'll be Monday, December 4th, and Tuesday, December fifth. Okay, you got that? Oh, I'm 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 literally like entranced by what you're saying. Okay, um, and then after that, they'll have the semifinals and championship. They'll be down to four teams, and then they'll play in Vegas for the midseason tournament, the NBA Cup. Um, so basically, and now I know what people are asking. Well, wait a second. Does that mean you're playing more than the 82 That's games? That's exactly what I'm wondering. Like, if you're one of the teams that makes it to the finals, you're one of those two teams, does that mean you wind up playing, like, three or four more games than everybody else? One more game, 83. That's it, That's just it. one. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm yep. trying to figure out the math on that, but that's okay. That's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. Because did, the games, does... basically, to long story short, the cup games, the tournament games – that they're playing in November on Tuesdays and Fridays, those four games that they'll be playing are baked in to the schedule. schedule. Okay, to the schedule. All right, so what happens? um, How do the the wild cards, you you mentioned that there's six winners of the six individual pods, Mm -hmm. and then you said there's like two wild cards. What determines a wild card? Um, The best two wild cards will be determined based on um, the head-to-head in the group stage, and then point differential is the next tiebreaker. Right. And if there's a third tiebreaker, it's like total points scored in group stage ter- games, et cetera. But there's tiebreakers like anything else. Okay. And then lastly, I think I, I think most people would probably ask this question. I know Funch and I were kind of thinking this earlier. Like, what's the incentive? You know, money. Like, like, okay, what's the money on the line? Uh, I think the team that wins, each player will get 500 grand. No way. Yeah. Wow. 
All right. Well, I mean, does and that motivate? That's every single player on the team, all that, 15 that, or whatever. Does that motivate LeBron to want to win the in-season cup? So I'll give you an example. So they clearly do this in the G League, okay? It's called the sh- uh, Showcase, Is they call it in the G League. And as you know, they test everything either in the G League or the WNBA. And the WNBA just went through one of these recently, too. Um, so in, I can only I- explain the G League version because I've actually been at the Showcase because they've done it in Vegas for many years, and I've called those games. Basically, what happens is, you know, on every G League team, there's like two or three guys that are technically like on a two-way, right, on an NBA roster, but they also play for the G League team. Okay, I'm with you. you you're familiar with that, right? Yeah, I'm, I got you. Right. So what happens is those guys are on contracts worth several hundred thousands of dollars or maybe even millions, depending on if they were drafted or not, right? So those guys usually in the G League are like, yo, I want to make, I want to win this G League Cup, uh, you know, whatever, this, mid, this showcase cup, because I want those guys, I think in the G League, the winners get like, I don't know if it's, 25 grand or 50 grand, or maybe it's 25 for the losing team, 50 grand for the winning team. But think about it in the G league, there are guys that don't even make 50 grand in a year mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in a season. So those guys, particularly the guys who are on two ways, they're like, yo, we got to win this thing for for these dudes who don't make that kind of money. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. cause it can double their salary in some cases. So yeah, it's, I, I would imagine there'll be some motivation, right? Because if you look at a lot of NBA rosters, most of them are fairly top heavy. So there's a lot of dudes that make the league minimum and the league minimum, depending on if you're, if you're a young player or was an undrafted free agent, like Austin Reeves was making like 800 grand, right. Or something like that before his new contract. So, you know, that's 60% of his salary or more 65% of his salary. So there's a lot of, and there's at least five or six of those guys on every roster. So, you know, you would think that on top of just competitiveness uh, and not wanting to lose, you would also want to help some of your teammates out, right, in that scenario. That's what they've noticed in the G League uh, over the years. And with more money at stake, you would think that that would motivate some guys to get some guys paid too. Funchy, you get all that? I do. I do. Okay. Okay. That's a great explanation. I just still don't get why they don't like put a playoff berth on the line. I think that's now, the- I would. I would do that. I would do that. that. Now, that to me is the next evolution of this is I think if you win the NBA Cup, you should automatically be the seventh seed. Now, that doesn't put you into the playoffs. That puts you as the top seed in the play-in. Like, the worst, that's the worst you could be. You know what I mean? I like that idea. I mean, I, but I still like the money idea, too. Well, the money can still be there, too. But what I'm saying is, I think that they should at least, at worst-case scenario, right? Let's say you're, I don't know, let's think about a team that stinks. Um, or a team that probably won't make the playoffs. Orlando. The Houston, Orlando. Perfect. There you go. They're playing the Lakers next. If Orlando wins the NBA Cup, right, in the midseason tournament, mm-hmm. moving forward, that's, they're not doing it this year. I'm with Funchy. But um, I think that something like that should be on the line. Just give them, at worst, you are the seventh seed, where you have to play your way in still. But if you, even if you won 25 games, you're at least the seventh seed, and you got to play your way in. Well, I'll tell you that. If, if they gave up, if they put a playoff berth on the line, um, I definitely think that would – be way more incentive for guys. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that I think eventually they'll get there. Now maybe I'm wrong, but I, I do think they'll eventually get there. All right, good. I think we all got a little education right there. Stick around though, because Radio Tinder is right around the corner. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Thank you, Christopher. And I am on Twitter, M underscore Funch. M underscore Funch. What about Instagram? Because the other night when me, George, Beto, John Ireland, Michael Thompson... Yeah, the missing? super pitcher. I, I don't. Uh, Bergman, Billy, Billy Mac I, too. Billy Mac. Billy Mac. Tonight. Billy Mac from Spectrum. And we all took a picture, and um, everybody was like, "Well, I got to put Funchy, and I got to tag him." What What is your Instagram? Funch? I don't have an Instagram. I oh, don't. Then have I tagged somebody else named Funchy <laughs> on Instagram. I guess you did. And everybody's like, "Where's Sliwa? How come you guys didn't?" Invite I saw Sliwa? that. Yeah, Sliwa was in the picture. He's, he's in the background. He's working. <laughs> yeah. The only guy who was really pissed though, George. Was Morales? Morales was pissed. Really? Oh, because he wasn't in there. He wasn't in the picture. You see him at the game. He was at the game with you guys. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't even see him. Oh. Sorry, Chris. Tight, tight. All right, Funch. Radio Tinder. Let's do it. All right. Uh, our old friend Jeff Fisher got a new jobby job today, but not in the NFL. In the AFL, the Arena Football League. Mm. Now, Jeff Fisher will serve as senior advisor for the new team, the Nashville Cats, when the mm-hmm. Arena Football League relaunches next year. Mm-hmm. So he's going back to Tennessee, you know, like where he had his big, biggest success. Uh, last time we saw Fisher was in 2016 with the Rams, coaching from 2012 to 2016. Got fired 13 games in, leading the Rams to a 4-9 record in Jared Goff's rookie season. Will we ever see Fisher back in NFL? Swipe left for ye- uh, swipe left for yes, <laughs> swipe right for no. Cappy, I like that. I, I like that answer. Uh, I'm going to swipe left. Jeff Fisher will never be a head coach in the NFL again. Does it mean that he won't be in the NFL? Not necessarily. But he'll never be a head coach in the NFL again. Was he that bad? I mean, I, no, he was it's not that, that he, It wasn't that he was that bad. It's just that the game passed all, him by. Yeah, the way it ended, number one, and now it's been you know eight years since, and the league has changed. The league wants younger blood when it comes to head coaches. By the time Jeff Fisher would ever even contemplate getting an interview, he's already way older than the guys that are coming up. So I don't think so. But these guys are football junkies. They can't get enough of it. George, the other night I was watching that um, Detroit uh, versus the Raiders game, Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize that an old friend of mine, John Fox, former Broncos coach, former Carolina Panthers coach, former Chicago Bears coach, he's Mm -hmm. now like a special assistant to the Detroit Lions. Really? And he's there working the sidelines. And and I didn't even know he was on uh, on the coaching roster. But these guys are such junkies, man. They can never give up the game. Football coaches are like pro wrestlers. They coach or they wrestle till they die. Yeah, I would say most of those guys are like that. I would agree. Now, I don't know. Like, here's the thing. I'm also swiping left. I I just think the game has passed Jeff Fisher by. And I think what happened was when you saw what Sean McVay did as a rookie coach with basically the same team, it really put Jeff Fisher's NFL prospects in peril. You know what I mean? Like, that just was it. Like, it was like, if this guy can come here and do this and he's never done it before, I mean, what does that say about Jeff, you know? Yeah, Jeff Fisher, um, unfortunately for him, it just it just ended really, really ugly. To get fired at his level and, you know, with his success uh, in the middle of the season, I, I say middle, towards the end, he'll never be a head coach again. But when you got enough friends in coaching and you still want to coach, hey, I don't need to be the head coach. I just want to be out there on the field. I just want to smell the grass and, and you know, help make guys better and do what I do. These guys are all junkies for it. They never quit. So I give it to next year who'll be back in the NFL. <laughs> will you quit radio, Cappy? Will you ever will you consult? What will you do post Are you a mad dog now? I don't know, man. I don't know what I would do. I really don't. I, uh, it, it all depends, George. It depends on if Steve Ballmer invests inside it or not. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's what it's really going to depend on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm... I'm, I'm Gosh, I shouldn't say names on the radio, but I mean, I'm so close to a couple of other like major. No, sports don't say owners. it because you're going to blow it. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I know who it is because you told me. So don't say it. you're just going to blow it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. All right, Funch, what do you got? All right, guys. So there has been a meme on the social media, I guess, for like the last couple years, with the question: Would you rather take dinner with rapper Jay Z or five hundred thousand dollars? Now, Jay-Z was asked about this in an interview with CBS's Gail King, and this is what Mr. Carter said. There's something interesting online, Jay. I'd love to hear what you think about this. If you had a choice between getting paid $500,000 in cash or lunch with Jay-Z, yeah. 
Which would you choose? You gotta, you gotta take the money. What, you gonna, what I'm gonna say? Yeah, I mean everything now. I'm gonna say. No, everything? no, only because people say, of course you take you take lunch with Jay Z because the wisdom that you would get from him would would be so uh, beneficial to you. There would yeah. only be a matter. You but, would take the money. Yeah, because you, you got the you got all that in the music for for ten ninety nine. That's a that's a bad deal. I would I wouldn't tell you to cut a bad deal. Like I don't take know. the five hundred thousand. Go buy some albums and listen to the albums. It's all there. And I've seen some idiots on social media saying they'd rather have the dinner than take the money. <laughs> so the question here, guys, is there anyone on the planet you'd rather take a dinner with instead of $500,000? Swipe left for yes, swipe right for no, Sedano. Absolutely not. Swipe left. And that's, I'm with Jay-Z. Like, what are you doing? And by the way, it wasn't even dinner. It's lunch. <laughs> well, a meal with somebody. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm saying like I, that dinner at least feels like it's more like serious. For, yeah, like lunch is like, eh. Yeah, I got to say, uh, I'm with Jay Z also. Like, I didn't even he need to hear him say that. And my answer would have been wait a second, $500,000 or dinner with Jay Z and Gail King, girl, I feel you. Oh, the wisdom you can get from Jay Z. I, I agree. He's an incredible businessman, he's an incredible entertainer. I would love to sit down with Jay Z, but if the choice is five hundred grand or or lunch or dinner with Jay Z, I'm doing what Jay Z said. Give me that five hundred grand. Let me go turn it into more. Is there anyone on a planet you would have dinner with instead of five hundred thousand dollars? I can't think of anybody, anybody, dead or alive, in the history of the world. I'd much rather take that five hundred grand than that dinner. Now, by me the way, too. if I were a billionaire, like if you ask me, because if let's say I was Steve Ballmer, you say, "Hey, Steve, five hundred grand for Jay Z dinner." Or you know, or, or you get the five hundred grand, or you get the dinner with Jay Z. I already got a billion dollars. I'm good. I'll have I'll have dinner with Jay Z. But I think even even someone a billionaire would be like, yeah, yeah. five hundred grand. What are you talking about? Yeah. I can have dinner with Jay Z whenever I want. Right. I can buy that dinner no problem. Give me the money. I need that money. I think anybody anybody should take the money. Anybody. What if it was like a dinner with uh, I don't know. King Charles or somebody. I don't know. King Charles? Who the hell is he? Yeah, <laughs> Prince Charles. Charles. I don't know. The guy Prince from England. Charles. Oh, no, he's Prince King Charles, Charles now. Oh, he's Dude, I'd much Charles. rather have dinner with Jay-Z than Prince King yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, me too. Care about those guys. The president. I don't, I don't know. I president. honestly, no. I honestly think that there is no one that I could think of, whether it's famous or not famous, that I would rather have dinner okay, with. Okay, so King let's do this. Forget about the money. Dead or alive, you can pick only one person to go have dinner with. Who would it be, Cappy? Go. Oh, right wow. now, it's Jennifer Aniston because I got plans for she and I after dinner. Mm. Mm. Funchy. Oh, man. By the way, we're going to Craig's, Jen. Maybe Muhammad Ali. I don't know. Something like Muhammad Ali's a good one. Yeah, it's a really good one. La Lauda? I feel like I know where Lauda's going. She's going go. Bad Bunny. <laughs> what? No. no. Not Bad Bunny? No. Go Sedano. I think Sedano knows my answer. Selena. Selena. Oh, I really? knew it. Selena yeah. or Aaliyah? Not Los Bookies? No. That's my mom's, probably, not mine. Oh, all right. Yeah. Sedano? One person dead or alive? Man. Ooh. It's tough. There's a lot of people I would choose from. Does this have um, to be a celebrity? No, it no, could be whoever. Oh, then my grandma, my mom's mom. Oh, like I that, didn't yeah. know. I didn't oh, know okay. her well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, no, I would still probably go with a celebrity. Um, huh. Hmm. You know what? I, I'd like to I'd like to have dinner with like a former president because I'd love mm. to know like because remember at this dinner you you can ask anything and they will tell you the truth. So I'd love there's so many questions about things that happen behind the scenes that I'm sure we're not even close to being privy to that I would be able to learn from that conversation, you know? Yeah, I'm out. Give me the money. <laughs> well, he said the no, money was there's no money. Yeah. There's no money, Kathy. Oh, then 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 it doesn't matter. Yeah. Cappy's like, I just want the money. Yeah, give me that money. I'm with you, Cap. Yeah, I need, anyway. a, new, I need a new key fob for my car. All right, one more real quick. <laughs> okay, guys. Oh, Cisco Rock says God. Well, I mean, thanks yes, a lot, Cisco. Yeah. Thanks, Cisco. Yeah. All right. Uh, Goldie Hawn. You guys mm. remember her? Actress. Uh, Love Goldie Hawn. Mother of uh, Kate Hudson is making yeah. news this week, speaking on a October 23rd episode of It's Time to Walk podcast on the Apple Fitness Plus app or whatever. The 77-year-old 
actress recounted that she believed to be encounter with extraterrestrials when she was in her 20s. Mm-hmm. Now, during the episode, Han uh, recalled gazing up at the sky and wanted to be visited by aliens. And then a few months later, her wish came true when two or three of them came down with triangular heads, appeared before her, and even touched her face. Now, okay. remember, now remember, this was in the 60s, guys, and she could have been high on something. So, yeah. Did Cody Han really have this experience? Swipe left for yes, swipe right for no, Cappy. I'm going to swipe no, um, and I'm a big Goldie Hawn fan. You know, I like Private Benjamin. I, uh, Wildcats. I, I love Wildcats. Freaking love Wildcats. People forget that Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson the were first in movie. Wildcats. The first time they got together. Yeah, I mean, that was a great movie. So I'm a big Goldie Hawn fan. But girlfriend, I'm not buying it. That's all I'm saying. Sedano. Uh, I'm I, I'm not going to say no. How about this, right? Because I do believe aliens exist. I do believe there's no way in the world we are, or the universe that we're the only living beings. Like, that seems ridiculous in such a large universe. So I'm going to swipe right. I'm going to believe Goldie Hawn. Why not? Damn. I mean, she could have been high on some LSD or something back say. in the 60s. Or yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it, yeah, it is possible. But again, or something. I don't do know. you think we're the only no. things that are alive? Like, no. Uh, like, Absolutely not. Yeah. There's there's things out there that we don't know about. Dude, I bet you there's you know? like aliens you know? looking at us. I bet you there's aliens looking at us and they're like, yo, season 2023 of, uh, of Earth is out of control. <laughs> like, right. Right. You know that reality show Earth we've been watching? You will not believe what's going on down there right now. Seriously. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, someone said, what if we're the aliens? What, they're like know? watching us like we're the housewives or something? Mm-hmm. Like, estos idiotas, you know? They don't oh, get their ish together. Oh, absolutely, estos idiotas, for sure, yeah. a thousand percent. Listen, have you guys seen the second season of Loki? It's crazy. Loki? No, I haven't watched oh, it. So I, don't watch, I, I don't watch any of those shows, unfortunately. Not that I wouldn't watch them. I just don't have the time. Dude, right now, either, between football, like, uh, basketball, and just got done with the World Series, college football. I mean, honestly, the only thing I'm watching on, on TV right now is sports and news. I got nothing. I got no shows right now. Zippo. I needed a break from news. So And, like, you know, we can't break sports because we work in it. So I was like, ooh, Loki. When you say Loki, do you good. mean Loki, or do you mean is there Loki. no Loki, the character, the, in the character Marvel, Marvel. He's a Marvel villain, basically? And he's, that yeah. and oh. Goosebumps. This I heard that's a really good that's show. A, so I didn't know that was a good show until Christian and I were like bored and we're like, ah, oh, let's watch this. We got hooked. I was like, damn it, I don't like getting hooked on shows, especially when they have to make you wait until like a day to instead of just releasing all the episodes mm-hmm. I don't like that god and, I want to be yeah. bored I just want to be bored well I'm so not bad. bored Cap no I just want to be bored I just don't bored. sleep right even now even for like 10 minutes I would take boredom no I don't sleep I mm. clean if you're bored or if you don't if you got to go to bed go clean it works okay it's a good idea just say all right, well, there you go. There's Radio Tinder presented by Tequila Mandala. George, you have any thoughts, feelings, feedback, commentary of any type about Tequila Mandala, which we had uh, last night at the 909? Yeah, award-winning small-batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. I thought you might have something to say about that. Hey, coming up, James Harden had his introductory press conference for the Clippers. And I think that this is going to be a disaster. I know um, George totally disagrees, but you'll hear some of the press conference and maybe it'll change your mind. Stick around. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Love this song. Mm. Gets me hyped. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Mm, mm, mm. All right, everybody. It's Friday evening. 5.50 right now. Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN. George is in North Carolina getting ready for North Carolina versus Campbell tomorrow. And as George always says, when he shows up to call your college football game, get ready. It's blowout city, baby. Well, well, the last three weeks, that has not been the case. But the no. first uh, five were, for sure. But this one is probably going to be a lot more like the first five. Yes. <laughs> Can I tell you right now, I would have no interest, zero, none, zippo, in Boston College versus Syracuse tonight on Friday Night College Football on ESPN2. But because I'm playing prize picks tonight, I'm interested. I freaking hate the quarterback from Boston College. This kid's going to lose me money tonight. Yeah. And the quarterback from Syracuse didn't even play. Right. So, so yeah, you lost that. 
Now I got to turn my uh, attention I mean, over here to the NBA. I got to see what's it, going on. It's also early, Cappy. I mean, there's a whole half in college uh, football. Like that's a lot. You this know, kid's terrible. Um, I, I, I'm telling you, he's not as terrible as you think. I mean, he's his first year <laughs> starter, um, but he's he's very talented um, know, for a, for a young guy. He's um, but it, dude, how, okay, how many yards do you need? For him to throw in the second half, I probably need him to throw for 100 yards. You know, he might do it. I mean, he's running a two minute drill. 100 yards? Right now. That's yeah, not a lot. Yeah, he's running a two fine. minute drill. Kid, get rid of the ball, man. Throw the ball. Right. He's running, though. Yeah. And then I, first got, I got Evan Mobley uh, for the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight playing against the Pacers. That's an 88 87 game. So right. I'm, I'm kind of looking at that because I need that guy to score some points. Yeah. By the way, Cappy, um, for those that want to watch me at 9 a.m. on ACC Network, uh, North Carolina and Campbell. On Campbell, they have 28 transfers. And of those 28 transfers, I want to say nearly 10 of them are from the Southern California area. Um, are they kids that are transferring from JCs? Are they kids that are, you're saying, went to other schools, but they have SoCal ties? Um, right. They have, um, they're either grad transfers. Um, the kids that grew up in Southern California or played high school ball in Southern California and tr- maybe played for another school and have ended up at Campbell. Okay, nice. Where is Campbell? Is that in North Carolina? Correct. Okay, and what do they play? Like one double A, or are they? What are they? Yeah, there is. It's not called one double A anymore. It yeah, is called FCS. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know. I always get it confused. The FCS versus the FBS. So I still just call it one double A. Yeah. Yeah. Campbell is in an area in North Carolina called Bowie's Creek. Bowie's Creek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bowie's Creek. So Campbell University, I found out today, because Mac Brown told me this, the head coach mm-hmm. of North Carolina, that it is the premier law school in, uh, in North Carolina. I did not know that. Yeah, it's a private school. Yeah. I, had, I had no idea. But hey, apparently George, they are recruiting big time in Southern California to get uh, to get or get or L.A. kids there. I don't, I don't blame them at all. Listen, I mean, if you're a small school and, uh, and you're looking for top-level talent and guys who uh, need an opportunity – and guys who want to get through school by playing ball, I mean, go get them. Great mm-hmm. idea. Hey, yeah. George, um, let me uh, let me kind of get back to what we talked about at the end of the last segment, which was James Harden. Mm-hmm. So you and I discussed this earlier in the week that um, adding James Harden to the Clippers, mm-hmm. you said they're already better. Yes. I said, yeah, on paper. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. So the other night when the Lakers were playing uh, the Clippers – Harden sitting on the bench, um, but you know who was it? Was it PJ Tucker? That mm-hmm. was uh, that was he was already in. He's he's like already integrated. You know mm-hmm. why Harden didn't play? I don't know. I mean, I think most people assume he's not like in shape yet to play, but right. whatever. But did you hear any of Harden's press conference? I did. Funchy, you got any of this? Let's take a listen to some of it. this. All right, let's hear. It. When I'm in a leash, I'm not in just shooting the basketball every time. I'm in like I'm a I'm a. Like, I think the game, and I'm a creator on the court. You know what I mean? So if i got a, a, a voice to where I can, hey, coach, I see this. You know, what you think about this? Then it's like, oh, okay. Like somebody that trusts me, that believes in me, that understands me, that I'm just not a, you know, I'm, a, I'm not a system player. I am a system. You know what I mean? So um, somebody that, that can have that dialogue with me and understand and, and, and move forward and figure out and make adjustments on the fly throughout the course of games, that's all I really care about. You know I mean? It's not about me scoring a basketball, scoring 30 34 points. I've done it already. So um, that's what I meant by that. I'm not a system player. I am a system. Right. But didn't you hear what he said before and after that? I did. What did he say before and after that? Well, he talked about uh, how, you know, he wants a coach that believes in him and and somebody that he can talk to and, and, hey, coach, I can see this stuff and, you know, I can create out there because I'm an artist. So I hear what he's saying. I mean, listen, he's yeah. a very bright, articulate guy, not taking anything away from him. I just don't know if him and Russ in that locker room ultimately works out. My money's on it not. Okay. Well, he did say he creates for others, which he has. He has led the league in assists multiple times. And the other part of the equation is, at the end, he's like, I don't need to score 35, 30, 35 points a game anymore. I've done that. It's true. He did say that. And that's, and that's a, the right thing to say. I don't have to be the leading scorer. I don't have to have the ball in my hands all the time. I need to be part of a team because I want to win at this stage of my career. I understand. Here, where you're let me from. let me let me let me tell you something because I had this conversation with Mike Trudell, who also is a, has your opinion of this. By the okay? way, I want to tell you something that now that yeah. you say, let me tell you something. I caught myself on the air saying, "Let me tell you something," and it sounded yeah. exactly the way like you say, "Let me tell you something." Okay. So go ahead and tell me something. 
So Mike Trudeau has your same opinion, and we were discussing this. And I said, he's like, oh, it'll never work for all the reasons you laid out, right? And I said, when he was in Brooklyn with Kevin Durant and Kyrie, like, they were, like, they had the best offense in the time that they played together when those three guys, which was rare because, as you remember at that time, Kyrie was the one that wasn't playing very much at that time. They were literally the best offense we had ever seen statistically. And the idea was they were going to maul through the playoffs. And honestly, even without Kyrie and James Harden on one hamstring, they were, you know, a Kevin Durant, you know, size 14 instead of 15 away from uh, beating the Bucks, who won the title that year. So what I'm saying is Harden has played in a situation with other great players and thrived. It just didn't last long because it got derailed because of COVID or Kyrie, however you want to look at it, right? So I, I do think that, and by the way, even last year, and he has certainly had his well-documented struggles in the postseason, but he saved Philly season twice during that postseason. Now you can say the other three games, he, you know, vomited it all over himself and didn't play well. Okay, I'll give you that too. But again, we know that at times in the postseason he struggled. But I feel like we just kind of omit the part where he's a great player. <laughs> no, he's um, a great player. He's an amazing yeah. player. I'm, what I'm saying is this, is that just the same way that uh, Russell Westbrook did not work in the locker room with the Lakers, it just didn't work for him. I'm just thinking that now Harden gets there. And why, though? I don't understand. Like, because why? Because I just... Because of Russ? No, well, I think Russ is a part of it. Um, there's not, I don't know that there's the personality in that locker room. And if there isn't, a lot of people say, well, if there isn't that personality, if there isn't like a true leader in the personality, a personality in that locker room, a leadership yeah. personality, Ty Lue will be that leader. That Ty Lue can be that. It doesn't have to be one of the players, it can come from the coach. A lot of people have that opinion. I just don't. By the way, I'm, I'm also kind of one of these people that roots for drama and roots for chaos, so I'm, that's mm -hmm. kind of what I'm rooting for. Mm. You know how it yeah. goes. You know. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. All right, let's turn our attentions to a little bit of football, George, because coming up this weekend, the Rams are in Green Bay, and honestly, the season's kind of on the line. We'll get to that story coming up. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.